Hello and welcome to Life After Child Loss of Parents Grief. I'm Angela, your host. Today's topic is trusting God in spite of. Trusting God in spite of. Trusting God in spite of. What does that mean? What does... How does that make you feel? Does it make, still make you angry? Do you kind of be lukewarm? You know, one moment you understand and you're accepting and okay. And the next one, you're back angry again. I'm sure. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you have. I have. And there's no condemnation. I believe, as I've said before, God doesn't stop being God. He doesn't, his sovereignty doesn't go away because we're we're angry and we're hurting. Because he knows. Even when people tell you, and, and we've been taught this, this, this isn't, exactly biblical I would say now you can go to the book of Job and find where Job questioned God and, and God replied to him so I, I, I think how you do that does matter But and, and this is not a Bible lesson today I, I, this is me speaking from the emotion that you go through grieving the loss of your child. Grieving, period. But grieving, specifically grieving the loss of your child. So God's sovereignty doesn't change or disappear because we're angry. We get upset because if you trust and believe in God, and let me say this, and put this in there right quick that you can't believe your child is an angel or your guardian angel and not believe in God. That's just my personal opinion. You can feel how you feel about that, but that's just a truth to me. Okay? But, again, God doesn't, his sovereignty doesn't disappear. He doesn't stop being himself. We, we question it simply because we feel like he should have stopped it. Oftentimes, when we say God makes no mistakes, we're we're painting God as a killer, like he just killed our kids. And and in some instances, in our expression, it's easily it's easy to say that because we're used to saying that we're used to reading that um, from other people. So we'll say God makes no mistakes. And at the same time, on the flip side of that, isn't that saying that God is a killer? Like, we just painted him as a murderer? I don't know. That could just be me. But anyway, how do you... And and I think we figure out. We try to figure out how to still trust God 
in spite of the fact that our child is no longer with us. And he knows that. He knows that. And the first step we all can take are for the newly bereaved that will hear this message, or hear this podcast, I say to you, take the time to grieve and honor your loss. Your heart will not heal overnight. And and with child loss, your heart will be mended. It'll be mended. I think that's fair to say for for parents. Is that um you'll forever grieve. You'll forever grieve. No matter how good you feel in this moment, the next moment you could be broke down in tears. It's possible. It's possible. So you have to give yourself time to heal. Even in your anger. And and let me speak for my for myself. When I when my son first passed away, it was as as with anyone who's had to walk in these steps footsteps um it was horrible and hard it's still hard but i was so angry at god i said and i, I shared this with a someone who had called me one of my cousins had called me to offer her condolences and and to just talk to me and we were pretty close may god rest her soul but she says, um, she asked me something. I don't remember what it was. But I remember telling her that I was angry at God. Because how can you have everything? You got streets of gold. You got heaven full of angels. Walls of jasper. And you, you, you took my son? You you knew you you de- you decided to take mine when you could have easily taken me. I know what I've done. I knew what I had done. And 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 he was only eleven. These this is me talking in that time. This was me saying those exact words in that moment in my anger. And I remember telling her, I said, you know what? I no longer want to talk. I'm going to lay down and take a nap. And if I'm lucky, I won't get up. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. And and I think in retrospect now, I know God still loved me. He didn't cast me down, strike me down, or get mad at me. I was already thinking you can't you can't punish me anymore. I mean, was this punishment was his death a punishment for things that I had done? You know, so so I knew cuz no no matter what, if you're a believer in in God and of God, you automatically in in the back of your head 
in in spite of the the brokenness that you're you're enduring and experiencing in that time at the time in the back of your head you are you know you 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 still love God you're just angry with him right now this is no different than us being angry at at at, at someone else you know at a friend or a spouse or a loved one or whatever you know you, you get mad and eventually you come back together and and talk it out and work it out or whatever um and that's how I felt about about this you know and so in the back of my mind knowing God knowing God believing God I was just angry and there are moments where I get so frustrated I don't necessarily get angry I do get frustrated with God because even though I feel like I've received the revelation of understanding why my son had to 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 it was his time I still get frustrated at that because I know what I see I know what I felt and to me he he was just an 11 year old boy he was a baby he was a child he was mine and I had to reconcile the fact that he's like all of us we're God's first we're God's first. And um, you take that time to, as you're going along your journey, and it's not an easy journey. You're still trying to just see past the pain, but the pain is so thick. It, it's, it's, it's thick. You know how you can at least peep around the corner, even though... Even though there's there's a door there, there's a window there, you can at least peek out the window. You can't see past your pain. You can't see past that. Not at first. Not at first. You just you just can't. And God knows that. God knows how long we'll all be on this journey of 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 healing and growing around our grief growing through the grief he knows and because he knows we we can take comfort in that it won't come right now because for many of us through life period we expect we we expect prayers we we expect to be able to say our prayer now and instantly receive an answer. Like or or receive what it is we want right then. And um that's not how it works. That's just not how it works. And so but like I said, you know, when you can't see past that pain, nothing makes sense to you. And, and people are telling you to look towards the hill. No, you look towards the hill. Right now, I can't see past my pain. Trust God. No, you trust God. Because all I know right now is I'm going to have to go sit at this table. I'm going to have to go pick out my, my child's clothes. All I know, all I see is what I'm dealing with right now. So you trust God. And that's not, I don't feel like that's blasphemous. I think that 
we're we're hurting you're hurting and, and like i said in the beginning this is coming from this is not a bible lesson this is this is from the emotion that you experience in that t- in that moment in that time during your journey and some of us may not some of you may not and i commend you i thank god for you but i've seen even his anointed break down even Jesus on the cross cried out my God my God why has you why have you forsaken me so don't tell me that it's beyond uh, or that it's such a sin and that we shouldn't do and that it's not okay to question God it's okay because who can I ask Who can I talk to about this pain? Because in my mind, he's the reason it happened. He didn't stop it. The psalmist, in in the book of Psalms, blamed God for something that he didn't stop. That he he felt like God could have stopped. But everything that's God ordained isn't always God orchestrated. That's a hard pill to swallow right there. Let's take a break. I'll be we'll be right back. Welcome back. So trusting God in spite of how do you trust God? And trusting God is easy when life is good, isn't it? And and everyone, all your loved ones is in reach. But how do you trust him when you lose them, when when they pass away? Especially a child. How how do you trust God? How do you have faith in God who to you let your daughter die, let your son die? Or let them let your child suffer? Or be abused unto death. How do you how do you trust him? Now it's easy to still believe in God, to believe in Jesus. You can still hear from the Holy Spirit. But but trusting God is a whole different level. That's another story. And and even in even in that, even in that struggle, loving God is even harder. It's loving him is even harder. You know why? Because you're numb. You're empty, you're angry, you're you're broken hearted. And and um you can pray and 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 all of that, but that, that numbness, when that numbness takes over you, you're in a whole different realm. It's different. And and even then for me. I, I I feared God in that he would, in my mind, you, he would take my other child. And, and because the grief and the pain from that grief was so unbearable. It was so unbearable. I didn't see me praying. How could I pray to a God? 
that I can't in this time at this time because I'm numb. I can't even love him. I can't even believe that he loves me. I don't trust that he loves me because why am I having to bury my child? And and people are telling you you got to trust God. You got to believe in God. You got to no No, and if he's mad at me and he wants to if if he gets so mad at me because of how I feel right now, he he could have did what he could have could have gone and and uh, uh taken me out. He can take me out. At that point, and and in my mind, he could have did that instead of taking my son. But that and 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 that despair. Uh, it it takes a hold of you, and it it can consume you. And the trusting God is the furthest thing from your mind. No matter how or what you hear, and all of that. Your heart will never be the same. But what I can tell you is. It'll be mended. Your heart will heal. The trust will come back. The love. Will come back because that that numbness. All those things that you're doing. To try to cope. To Bring that numbness back because you're feeling that feeling is coming back. You'll feel again. You will. It's not an it's it's a process. It is a process that you will continue to go on deal with during this journey. It's a continued process. And It'll change the way after you've gone through. And again, God ain't mad at you. And I don't want you to let people tell you that or get upset with you and you take a, you know, feel some type of way or feel bad because someone is making you feel some type of way because you're angry at God. That's your journey. This is your journey, not theirs. And if they love you where you are, then you won't have, they won't have a problem with how you're expressing yourself. If you trust them enough to express yourself and express those things to them, if they love you, if they truly love you enough and care enough, that won't be a problem. But when that feeling come back, when it comes back as you go along this journey and through this process, you'll approach God in a different manner. And you'll still have those questions till you get the answer. And and even in and, and I I shared this with, with a young a young lady a couple of days ago. She called me and and a friend of hers had passed away, eighteen years old. And um several deaths has taken place, you know, 
um, that she just wasn't understanding. And and I told her, and I I think I've shared on a podcast episode uh, before, that even if God gave you the answer to your why, would you accept it? You likely wouldn't accept it right then. You wouldn't accept it. You would still have a hard time. So so I, that's why I say it, it's okay. God knows. God does not stop being God because you have questions. God does not stop being God because you're angry and, and because you're heartbroken. He knows you're heartbroken. He knows you're going to have those questions. And he's well able to answer you. But right now, he knows you're not going to hear him. You won't hear him. But when that feeling comes back, you'll approach him differently. By virtue, you'll approach him differently. Just because. And we, we we got to be easy on ourselves. Be easy on yourself. You're grieving. Process the grief. Grief, grieve your, grieve your loss, and allow yourself to just go on this journey. Because the rest of your life is a journey. Because life isn't what life used to be. Life has changed. Your perception has changed. Your perspective has changed. How you see things, things that you used to do, you no longer do. They just fell off. Some things you you don't even do that you forgot that you used to do. And so, be easy on yourself. It's okay. It's okay. But when that feeling comes back, and you go to God, you'll go to Him differently. You'll feel differently. And he's waiting to embrace you. He's waiting to embrace you. He knows it's hard. He he knows it. And if you take that time. To just go through the process. I know that's an ugly word. And and like I said, I hated it. I used to hate the word process. And wanting it to heal right then. I wanted to be okay. I didn't like being like how I was. I didn't. Crying at the drop of a dime and mad and, you know, taking it out on people that didn't deserve, you know, that did deserve it. But they, they, I had some people that stuck it out. And I forever, ever have respect for them for that simple fact that they stuck it out in spite of with me. With me. And that love will slowly come back. And you'll begin to love God again. And certain things 
as you're playing catch up with life, you'll begin to trust God again. You'll you'll start to trust Him again. Because believers know you can't make it without Him. And in spite of the fact that you've had to do the unimaginable. And he'll provide you with a love. There there would be times, there would be a time. I promise you, there will be a time when God will wrap his arms around you. And you'll know it's God. You'll know it's God. Just like, just like when you're in that grieving process and you know it's the presence of your child. You'll know when he wraps his arms around you. And in that moment, in that moment. As you're shedding tears, he will wipe your eyes. He will wipe your eyes. And a feeling will come over you. You'll feel light. There's a lightness. There's a, a weightlessness that I don't even know if that's a word, but but there's that that it you'll feel it'll come over you and you'll you'll feel so light. And for that moment, in that moment, you'll get to feel what it was like to be whole again. And still know that your child is in the presence of Jesus. I promise you that will happen. And your trust in him will be restored. It's not going to stop life, quote unquote, from happening. But in that moment, you'll begin to trust him again. And your life will take on a whole new meaning once more. It's it's already different. It's already different. You're already transitioning you you're already in a new normal you're creating a new normal for you you're trying to you're still finding your footing to get back at it to get at something to do something you 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 you're putting your you're getting your foot set but in that moment that god wraps his arms around you If I could really just, oh my God, if I could really just explain it to you, 
You'll never forget it. You'll never forget it. And you'll go chasing it. You'll start to chase it. Because there's a nostalgia that happens when that happens. Because again, like I said, you will, your heart will be whole again. You will be whole again in that moment. All while knowing. And and your trust will come back. And you'll ease into it. You'll try to ease into it. Because, again, life will happen, continue to happen around the fact that you're a child. You've had to bury a child. But I promise you, if I could just really just, ooh, man. You're chasing you're chasing. That's not going to stop the grieving. That's not going to stop the crying. That's not going to stop the cr- screaming. It's, it's, it's not going to stop. Because whatever it is you're doing to cope with your loss, it's not going to stop it. But you're learning. You're trying to find out and figure out how to continue to trust God in spite of. And when that experience happens, nothing and nobody will be able to change how you feel about him. Guaranteed. We'll be back with closing remarks in just a moment. Welcome back. And and we're going to get ready to close this, this episode out. But again, trusting God in spite of. And, um, when you're again, like I said, when you're when you're grieving, and when it, especially when it's fresh and intense, um, it's hard. It's difficult. It's, it's trusting God is a whole nother level. You, you, you can't even love God or love Jesus because you're numb. And, but, but. Um, He's always there. He already knows. He's not mad at you for having the emotions that he gave you. And you're expressing them. So, although it is trusting hard, trusting God in spite of, it'll happen again. You know, um, like I said, when. When that time comes and that day comes and that moment comes for you where he wraps his arms around you, that's a feeling that you won't easily forget. One that will cause you to chase him again. Because I guarantee you're going to want that feeling again when you're having another breakdown. When it seems real bad, your anxiety is flaring, your anger is built up, and 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 you're irrit- easily irritated, and, and you're looking at a picture, and all you can do is cry. You'll chase you you'll want that again, and it's gonna happen. But but for that moment, 
But your trust won't be easily broken this time. You'll understand and you'll begin to accept that this is part of the process. This is part of my journey. And it's hard when you're the one grieving. It's different. And you're trying to trying to find yourself and collect yourself in between the cries and the breakdowns. You have more questions than answers. Um, the emptiness becomes overwhelming. And uh, that anger is, 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 has a foothold in your heart and in your mind. Um, it's hard to even think about healing. But in that moment that you're feeling all those things and those things are happening, let it go through it. And there are moments when you will have to, to just feel it. Not that that makes it okay. I mean, it's a process. It's your journey. You're grieving the loss of your child. But when you get to that point where you're able to say, I trust you, God. I trust you, God, while I'm on this journey. I can trust God with the timing of my loved one's death. I can trust God with the way my son or daughter died. I can trust God with the unknowns about my future. I can trust God with my unanswered questions until faith becomes sight. I can trust God to heal the hurt. I can trust God to feel the emptiness. I can trust God to illuminate this darkness. I can trust God to restore joy to my life. I can trust God to speak to me through his word. I can trust God to supply sufficient grace and divine power for facing whatever comes. I can trust God to cause this to work together for my good and for the good of others impacted by what I'm going through. I can trust God in spite of I can trust God in spite of. I know that right now, for many of us, many of you out there that's lit, that listens to my podcast, that is hard. Psalm 42 and 3 says, My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? The psalmist, in his agonizing emotions, they, they, were, they were speaking to him, suggesting that God had abandoned him. And he challenged the voice rather than believe it. He confronted what was being said to him rather than letting it determine his outlook. 
he in turn poured out his complaint to God. But he also intentionally spoke to his own soul in both a questioning and instructive tone. He said, why are you cast, cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. That's Psalm 42 and 5. He didn't listen to his own desperate thoughts and uh, he spoke truth to his thoughts. And rather than trusting his feelings, he challenged them. Rather than talking about the truth of the gospel um, as, as, as something out there for other people, he applied it to himself personally. Praying to God, he preached hope to himself. And eventually, during your, during your journey, on this journey, we, must, we have to do that. All while tears are flowing down our face. We, we tell ourselves or tell someone else that we know our child is safe. And you will be able to say, I can trust God in spite of. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. I pray for you. I pray for me. I pray for us in this community because I know it's difficult. It, it's, a, it's a hard and rigorous journey. It's not easy. It's not easy for any of us to be able to stand in spite of. It's not easy for any of us to trust God in spite of. But you will. There's hope for us. We will get through it. It may not seem like it right now. It may not seem like it while you're crying, while you're screaming, while you're angry. We will get through this. And God will mend your heart. If you want to reach me, please do. Leave a comment on this podcast. I'll get the notification. I'll receive the notification. Uh, you can send me an email at strengtheningwhatremains at gmail.com. If you're on social media, you can uh, find us on uh, social media on Facebook. At Life After Child Loss, A Parent's Grief. You can inbox us. Instagram, the same thing. Life After Child Loss, A Parent's Grief. Please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Even if I'm late getting, a, getting receiving a message, I will reply. I promise I will reply. But thank you guys. You're the reason why I'm able to still do this. You're the reason why. 
That's not me exaggerating or me lying. I promise you, you are the reason why I'm able to do this. Because it hurts. But because there's purpose in that pain, we can get through this together. I love you guys. Until next week. God bless.